It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It is Monday night. Welcome to the show Love, Dating, Romance, and Relationships with our French romantic Simon Marcel. Thank you, Angie. Bonjour. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Hello. And I am Angie Taylor, your realist. So romance and real is what we do on the show. Advice on love, dating, romance, and relationships. Uh, We'll take your calls anytime at 855-905-8255 if you need advice or if you want to comment on anything we're talking about. Also, because it's the holiday season, I want to let everybody know that you can leave a message if we're not here, um, if you need advice, or uh, we're encouraging people to leave messages of holiday wishes for loved ones, friends, or anyone. If you want to send a shout-out to the military, if you want to send a shout-out to I'm in love with Kim Kardashian, whatever it is, um, we will play your holiday message for someone on the air. So go ahead and leave a message if you have a loved one um, somewhere else in the country, overseas, whatever, because we're on the iHeartRadio app, Mm -hmm. and we're also a national show. We can be heard all over the place. All over. We would love to give your messages to your loved ones. So, Simon. Yenji. It's a new week. Yes. We got new drama. Yes. Uh, you know, like, I want to talk to people. There's so many things coming in now about the holidays regarding relationships. Mm-hmm. Lots of questions for first-time daters. Lots of questions for first-time singles and married and kids and the whole nine regarding all the holiday drama. Because, boy, it gets amped up, the drama, about this time of it year. Does. So I know we have calls on hold already. When we come back... I want to get to a call. Um, I think we have a gentleman on the line waiting to talk to us named Russ. So when we come back, let's take that call and more. 855-905-8255. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. All the love, dating, romance, and realness here. Simon Marcel. Yes, Angie Taylor. So let's go to the phones. 855-905-8255. If you need advice, if you want to comment, we do have someone that needs advice right now. Uh, let's pick up West Milford, New Jersey, listening on Max 106.3. Here is Russ. Hey, Russ. Bonjour, Russ. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. We're good. You need advice, I understand. Yeah, um, this will uh, be my uh, girlfriend and I's uh, fifth uh, Christmas together. And nice. uh, for the third year now, we are going to her parents' house, um, which is fine. I like her parents. They're fantastic. But they're a bit conservative. And uh, despite the fact that we are fully grown adults <laughs> and we've been together for quite some time, they still want us to sleep in separate bedrooms. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so every other time you've gone to visit, you have slept in separate bedrooms. Now, do you and your girlfriend live together? You... Yes, and we have for for over four years. The whole time now. We, we moved in quite quickly. And, and so I you just, have a, you I, have I an issue. I don't think we should have to sleep in separate bedrooms. We're we're not children. <laughs> we're adults. Well, how does your girlfriend feel about this? I mean, I think she she agrees. Yet at the same time, she doesn't really want to cause a commotion with with her parents. That's but, a hard thing because it's like, okay, the parents know that you live together. Obviously, they know you yeah. sleep together every night. We're not fooling anyone here. It's not like you're pretending to not have this physical relationship or this intimate relationship. But at the same time, you have to respect someone's home, and it's a hard issue to bring up. Um, Simon, what what would you say to Russ? Have you ever been in this situation, Simon, before? I have. Oh, I have. And and how I, do you handle it? I slept in the basement. 
That's how I handle it. She slept in a bedroom. I slept in the basement. I, I, yeah, Russ, me too. I, me too. Yeah, I'm, in, uh, I'm in the basement. <laughs> You're in the dungeon. In, in the doghouse. Uh, <laughs> yes. I've been there many times. So the thing is, you know, I think parents have their rules. The parentals are the parentals. And I think that it's okay. So my advice is really to, like, suck it up on this one truth is you can always find during the day time for romance with your girlfriend yeah, outside like, like, hey mom you, know? you need some extra potatoes hey yeah. let's go to the grocery store uh, girlfriend oh when the parents are away pull away stuff somewhere. like that but really i've been educated by parents old school parents rules at their house period it's hard because you're so used you're to, not married yeah and so right now many people including my parents think unless that you are married you're gonna sleep in separate bedrooms so i think russ you have to suck it up and just Take it with a sense of humor and just like I've been enjoying the basement. Well, uh, Simon, I agree with you on that level. Um, you don't want to cause a problem where there doesn't need to be. Like you said, you guys live together. You see each other every day. You sleep in the same bed every night. Um, think of it as a fun little adventure. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you guys are back in high school and you're <laughs> yeah. trying to sneak a kiss when the parents aren't watching. My question for you is this, because although, you know, my husband and I are married and oftentimes we go to see my family um, and we stayed in their home forever, um, every holiday, slept in the same room because we're married, no big deal. But we got to the point where we're like, you know what? We love coming here, but we're going to stay in a hotel just for our own comfort. Um, and it wasn't even about sharing a room. Would that be an option to even bring up staying at a hotel or do you feel they'd be I, offended? I brought that up. I brought, I mean, I brought that up after the first year. I said, why can't we just get our own? Oh no, they'll be so insulted. Oh, I might as well just. Slap your mother in the face. Yeah, Russ. I'm not going to lie. I feel like my mom was offended the first year. And then after that, she was kind of like, okay, this is good. Now she has other people sleeping in the guest room where we would have been sleeping. So she's got a full house anyway. But if that's not an option, it's I agree with the Simon. Ba- hey, listen, Russ, back to the basement. And you know what? After a day with the in-laws, sometimes you just want to be alone anyway. That is true. Try to that think is of it true, as a Angie. gift. It's a gift of peace and quiet. Enjoy the basement, Russ. <laughs> I've been there. Okay, I just thought if we were in our 20s, maybe I'd get it. But we're in our, we're in our 30s. I'm pushing 40 for heaven's hey. sake. I, I, remember, remember the movie Meet the Parents? What did he say? Keep your snake in the cage for a couple of days or yes. whatever it is. Just you, You'll be all right. You'll be all right. You're not going to die. All good. All right. I've been there. All, all right. right, Russ. Have fun. Enjoy it, that basement. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Good all luck right. to you. Thank you. More when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our family's so crazy. I love it here. Um, We're talking (laughs) love, dating, romance, relationships. Of course, we're talking a lot of holiday. Uh, That just goes from our call from Russ handling the other family when you go travel. And off the air, we started a conversation with our executive producer, Jill Simon, who said that you have fought. Mm -hmm. Like, what crazy things have you gone through? Not even talking about what Russ was talking about, sleeping in separate bedrooms. But other things, not the fights at the dinner table, but what weird things are you dealing with with the uh, in-laws, with the boyfriend or girlfriend's parents or whoever's house you go to? Jill, um, tell the story you were saying. So I had an ex and we went to his family's house for the holidays and we decided to play Scrabble, Mm -hmm. innocent enough. And, you know, his mom was never really fond of me, but whatever. So we play and I happen to get a seven letter word. And which made me get extra points, and I ended up winning the game. Oh. Well, she was not happy. She, like, literally got up from the table. I remember she was like, I'm not playing this anymore. Like a, like a three-year-old <laughs> when you beat them in shoots and ladders, and they expect to win because they're three. 
It Hi. was awful. It was awful and awkward, and I wanted to be happy about winning, but I couldn't even. I was like, sorry. What, I don't know. What was the word? Sparkle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So she, she, she like, get a made double it word like, score or triple yeah, on anything? it was on a star and oh. everything, but she was not happy with that. But mm-hmm. you're not going to let her win. I maybe should have. No, because no? she already has it in for you, and that's a nice way of like sticking it to her. Yeah. Like, see, I'm like, okay, you ain't all that. <laughs> Angie, what? I like what, what you're saying, but let I would I would think about letting the the mother win just so that you're facing the house. You want the mother on your side. I get it though, and I have to say, when we come back, the games, the board games, the games of family play can be a very dangerous time. It's like talking politics. So it's ping pong. Okay. I have a story. Perfect. Let's talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Let me set up the scenario. It's the holidays, right? We're mm-hmm. in the thick of it. You know, we're all about love, dating, and romance on this show. But, you know, we travel to the in-laws, to the boyfriend, girlfriend, their parents' house, whatever, back and forth. This is where we've gone. You're playing games, mm-hmm. board games, card games, whatever it is. Do you let... The in-law, like the mother-in-law, the father, do you let him win? Because it's their house. You don't want to cause it. Simon, we were just talking about Jill and Scrabble and how she housed mom of the house, and the mom was mad. Simon, you said off the air you have a story as well. I, I do, but I mean, you know, I love playing ping pong. You know, I was invited by uh, uh, that girlfriend of mine about nine years ago at her parents for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. They had and a ping pong table? They had a ping pong table in the basement. <laughs> and you're like, oh. And, this is my mecca. And the father said, you know, she said, Rose told me that you play ping pong. I said, yes, sir, I do. I love how you downplay. Oh, I play ping pong. And let, he, let me just backstory. Simon <laughs> is like the Forrest Gump of ping pong. That's an exaggeration. We have videos on Simon and Angie on Instagram of Simon playing ping pong. I, I'm not even kidding. You could be in the ping pong Olympics. <laughs> but I love how not. you're like, oh, I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, ahead. Angie, but that's not true. I just love ping pong. Anyway, so I, I said to myself, I'm not winning no matter what. So we go down in the basement. And we stopped playing. He's a good player, but he was older than me, and I could have beat him. You could have crushed him. Beat him. And I really said to myself, let him win. His house, his victory. Because I could see he was all excited. This is the romantic ah, you know? in you. But you have to be entered in somebody's house. I don't mind you know, giving him that game <sighs> so that he's happy in front of his daughter, and then we have a good time. You're an amazing human being. If I were Simon yeah. playing dad... I would have spiked that ping pong so hard and been like, I'm her daddy now. Boom. What? And like, hi, I won. See? I'm learning from you, Simon, how to be a better human being. I don't know. Thank you, Angie. I don't know. (laughs) More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. 855-905-8255. Love, dating, romance, relationships. We talk about it all. And we're in full holiday season right now. Everybody's planning on going somewhere for the holidays. Hopefully you have somewhere to go with a loved one. Um, You know, if it's a husband, wife, you go to the in-laws. If it's boyfriend, girlfriend, maybe it's the first time meeting the parents, you're going over there. Games tend to come up a lot. You know, during the holidays, Christmas dinner, it's a long day. You know, you go over there at 2 o'clock, you get some turkey, fall asleep, you wake up, start drinking, do turkey again, and then boom, here comes all the card games, the board games, in your case, Simon, the ping pong games. Yep. In my family, this is an ongoing fight with my husband, and Jill has been uh, present, our executive producer has been present to witness the cheating that goes on with my husband. Cheating? My husband is like, okay, so when it comes to card games, mm-hmm. my family will 
we're Serbian. We're loud. We're crazy. We drink all day. We eat all day. Then all of a sudden the card games come out. <laughs> There's one certain game that he and my uncle absolutely, they don't cheat with cards, but they psychologically cheat to throw you off your game. Mm-hmm. And it's very deliberate. And it works. And I get very angry because we're betting for money at this point. My family throws <laughs> money down. We don't mess around. And then it gets loud and then people get angry. So just be fair. Do your best. Okay, is all I'm saying. Right. And don't cheat anybody. I like that. I'm just going to say, I'm going to put it out there on national radio. This year, if my uncle and my husband try to cheat me again. Then what? I'm going to set the house on fire. (laughs) Again? No, this will be the first year. Last year, I slashed their tires. This year, I'm going extra. The whole house goes on fire? Happy holidays. (laughs) All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. Our phone number, 855-905-8255. Love, dating, romance, relationships. We get voicemails. I mean, we're not here 24 hours a day as much as we'd love to be. So if we're not on the air and you have a question, you need advice, anything, leave us a voicemail. I want to go to one now, Simon. Okay. Um, This is from Elise. Let's check it out. Hi, Simon and Angie. This is Elise. Um, first of all, I got to tell you guys, I just love your show. So you guys are great. Thank you for everything. Um, so Angie, I have a question for you. I'm pretty sure that you might be able to relate because you have a daughter and I have a daughter who is 15 and she wants to date and, um, there's a specific boy that wants to ask her out and I don't know, I just don't feel right about it because I think 15 is too young. The whole thing makes me nervous. Uh, maybe you can give me some advice on that. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right. Um, whoa, Elise, girl, I have some things to talk to you about. I wish you would have called in, but yes, um, I understand what Elise is saying, Simon. Uh, we have to take a quick break, and I want to mm-hmm. talk to you mo- more about it as well. And I know you have a goddaughter yeah. um, that's a teenager. I have a almost 13-year-old who doesn't want to date yet, but I also remember that I wanted to start dating at 16, and... I had a long, you know, a boyfriend from eighth grade until 11th grade, and I wanted to go on legit dates. I wanted to feel like a grown up mm-hmm. um, and date my boyfriend and go out without parental supervision. And I'll tell you what my mom did in that situation. Okay. Is she loved my boyfriend and obviously loved me um, and wanted me to be happy, I think, but there were some restrictions. And I want to know, Simon, as a father, if mm-hmm. you were a father, what you would think about this. Yeah, yeah. All right, next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking in tonight with us. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Listen, um, sometimes you have a question, you need advice, and maybe we're not on the air at that time. You're always welcome to leave us a voicemail, 855-905-8255, and we'll get to your question. We just had one from Elise. Wants to know if her 15-year-old daughter should be able to date. She wants to date. She's saying, Mom, I want to date. Mm-hmm. Elise is in this place. Like, Angie, you're a mom. Simon, um, I want to know from your perspective, male perspective, and I know you have goddaughters. Yeah. What would you recommend? Well, I mean, I had the same situation as a godfather uh, when Chloe was 15. And I said to a mother who ultimately decided, and actually her own father, but I said, you have to show trust and give them the responsibility of acting well. But I don't think you can stop somebody at 15 dating another 15-year-old. We all did it. C'est la vie. But there are certain rules for safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you? Who you with? Keep the phone open at all time. 
and be back at a certain time. Right. I'm going to trust you to do the right thing. Because our children cannot become trustworthy until we give them scenarios in order to earn our trust. Exactly. Because what is the basis of trust? You have to earn it. How do they earn it if we never give them the room to do so? And to show us that we can trust them. Okay. So that was what, I don't know I what like you that. take is, Angie, you're a mom. But. Okay, I'm a mom, and I also went through this with my mom. I had a boyfriend from 8th grade until 11th grade, same boy the whole time. And I also wanted to be like, I want to go on my own dates. I don't want to be supervised. I'll tell you what my mom did mm-hmm. and what I would do with my daughter as well, Elise, Great. to answer your question when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to us tonight. It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor, love dating, romance, and all the real. Simon. Angie. So we played a voicemail earlier from our listener, Elise. Mm -hmm. And even though mostly we focus on couples and relationships and things, um, sometimes it goes to the family element of that. And Elise is talking about her daughter's romance, love, dating life um, and saying, hey, my daughter's 15. She knows I'm a mom to a 12, almost 13-year-old, and says, should I let her date? My daughter wants to date. 15 seems young to me. Simon, you have great advice of trust. Yeah, and I just said, you know, you gotta, you got to show trust so she right. can earn the trust, and right. but with some rules of safety. There has to be parameters. So I had a boyfriend for years. I started dating him in eighth grade. We didn't break up until, like, 11th grade, I think. Um, and at one point, I believe I was around 14, 15, mm-hmm. I said to my mom, I want to go on a date with him, just me and him, no right. parents, no nothing. Right. Or just wanted to date, period, because it sounds so cool when you're a teenager. And she said, okay, I will let you guys hang out here at the house, mm-hmm. or you can hang out at his family's house as long as mom or dad are there. We'll go from there. We start slow. If you can be trusted in the home, to not be crazy or, mm-hmm. or do anything that we would disapprove of, <laughs> um, then we'll go a, a step further to let you go until a certain time, just the two of you, till 6 o'clock. Then we'll let you go, you know, just like baby steps, I think. Yeah. And I like what you said, Simon. Uh, I mean, maybe, you know, I feel like if my daughter at this point yeah. were 15. What are you going to do? If she said, hey, mom, I love this boy. I want to date this boy. We want to go to a movie. I would try my hardest to trust her. I would make sure the phone was on. I would have her GPS phone tracker on. I might even sit in the back row of the movie theater without her knowing I was there. (laughs) I would do everything I could to give her freedom, but not stifle her and not let her know that I was still checking because we have to allow, I think, our children to feel independent. And this is part of the leaving the nest process, as hard as it is for us moms. It doesn't mean, yes, you can go date, just make sure you're home at midnight, whatever. No, of course not. Or, I, yes, I you think... can date, be in your room, door closed, he can sleep over. What, like, it's baby steps. I think also each parent has their own parameter, right? Like, different level of, of trust and it matters, times. Yes. It, we have it, to respect that. Don't you think it's individual for the, the child, too? If they're a responsible, trustworthy child, what have they proved to you in the past of how they're responsible, how they abide by the rules that you've already set in other ways of life. Are they doing their chores? Are they getting the grades that you ask them to do? Are they, you know, showing that they can be trustworthy and responsible? So, you know, let the rope go a little bit, little by little. It's a tough time, though. And if they start to, if you give an inch and they start to take a mile, take it back. Yes, and there is the magic of all of us being in love at 14, 15. Oh, my gosh. That... It's just so romantic. I mean, if you look back, what you felt 
Oh, right, my, Andrew, like, how I, would you describe how you felt? Okay, it's all I can. I was consumed. 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 Yeah. It's all I could think about. And I remember my eighth grade boyfriend. I had an air conditioning unit outside my bedroom window. Right. That he used to come outside my window just to talk to me at night because his parents were a little bit more lenient than mine. Okay. So I would be in bed, supposed to go to sleep, and I would hear a knock on the window, and we would just talk. And then that same air conditioning unit became my means of jumping out the window and running out to sneak out to meet him and jumping back in. But I would do anything. It's so sweet and romantic. And it was worth getting in trouble for me at that time. I'm like, I don't care if I get busted and I get grounded for a week. I just need to see you for two seconds. See, I love that. See, this is the magic that we have and 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 everybody is, has a right to it and we forget Bec- that as adults we do we, we so we do we forget that that's time. why you know Think yeah. Of, yeah and i would say that to at least put yourself in your daughter's position because i guarantee you were that way at 15 as well exactly. remember that feeling and then just work around it as a mom absolutely all right more of the rendezvous and good luck mama more when <laughs> we come back Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, our love our love guru here. Oh, I don't know about that. So I do. And you're <laughs> not only a love guru on the radio here on The Rendezvous, also on TV, on the FYI channel show, In Bed with Simon. You have your own TV show. Thank you. And yeah. in OK Magazine, as I saw on the plane this week. Um, you are the love doc in OK Magazine. Hey, if hey. you love your tabloids like I do, check out Simon there. <laughs> so the November issue is all holiday love related, okay? Yes. And there's a question on here that you were about to ask me, and I said, I don't think this is the question for me. I think this is a great question for our executive producer, Jill. Jill is single. Mm-hmm. Uh, first year in the new... Have, you haven't been to a holiday party yet at this radio station no. where we work in Chicago. Oh, it's going to be fun. You don't know what happens, girl. Oh. I mean, it's fun. So, Simon, please ask Jill this question, and I can't wait to hear the answer. Well, Jill, here is the question. What do you do if sparks fly with a co-worker at the office party? Before you answer, Miss Jill, because I know we're about to run out of time. Jill may or may not, you know, know some people at work that are attractive, right? (laughs) So let's say, you know, I really want you to be serious and don't think about anybody that might be listening. Mm -hmm. What if there's a few cocktails that flow and the conversation's flowing and it's, uh, you know, hey, it's cuffing season. It's the season of giving. What does Jill do in this situation? Jill, when we come back, I want you to give it. Look at me, my eyeballs. All right. You better give an honest answer. Okay. I'll know if you're lying. Okay. All right. Simon. <laughs> We're watching. We're, We're watching listening. you. And I want to know what you would do, and I want to know what you should do, Simon, for real in that yeah. situation. Next, mm-hmm. on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Yes. Uh, you know, you're like the J-Lo. Of romance now because you have multi-platforms. You have this amazing show, The Rendezvous, that we do. Yes. And the TV show, In Bed with Simon, on the FYI channel. Yes. And then, of course, OK Magazine features you as the love doc where you answer romantic questions. And this one we're posing to our executive producer, Jill. Hi, Mm. Jill. Hello. And I want you to ask Jill this question again, and I want an honest answer, Jill. Jill, uh, just uh, out of curiosity, Mm -hmm. what do you do 
If sparks fly with a co-worker at the office party. And this is uh, strictly hypothetical. Correct? Strictly hypothetical. Let's say you work for a, uh, a radio station in Chicago. Yeah. Six cluster, like lots of people at this thing. Beautiful men everywhere. One in particular really has the hots for you and is gorgeous. Hmm. You guys have a few drinks. There's music because our Christmas parties are turned up. But hypothetically, what if this person, Jill, hmm. hit on you? What do you do? I mean... I don't know. I I would have to ask you guys for advice on this. Actually, lies. That's what I would. I do. don't believe Jill. What do you think Jill would do? I would pull you would two do? aside. Simon, yeah. Jill would go for it. Oh, we would see a kiss like <laughs> Richard Gere and Cindy Crawford in you know oh the, the, the movie Pretty Woman or stuff like that. It would be on. That was not Cindy Crawford. That was Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. Sorry Cindy about Crawford. That. It was his wife that would not kiss him and Sorry ended up divorcing that. him. But yes, you know it what would I mean? be the romantic. Like, it, it would be on. It would know. be on. Um, I don't believe you, Jill. Uh, I don't think you would ask for advice. I'm I, asking right now. Because what if it happens? Right will now you, you haven't had me? any cocktails. But imagine it's the work Christmas party. We've all had some spirits. We're right. in the mood. Would well, you really still ask for advice? I'm asking now in advance so that if it happens, so, so, I know. Here, here, oh, wait, let's save your answer. How do you finally <laughs> uh, rectify that at a party? Do you go for it or do you not? Because it could affect your job, your future happiness. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We talk about love, dating, romance, and relationships here. Thanks for being with us tonight. Because of the season, Simon, um, so many holiday parties. You know, So office. much fun. We could talk about the office holiday parties. Yeah. Um, we were talking about your OK Magazine issue that's on stands right now, by the way, the November issue of Indeed. OK. Thank you, Angie. The Love Doc is what they call you. You had a question about office Christmas parties because... I feel like sometimes the office Christmas party, you can, you know, have a few extra libations and maybe, uh, you know, lose your job, say something wrong to the wrong person, go home with someone. And so you asked our executive producer, Jill, a very important question. Jill, what do you do if sparks fly with, with a, a co-worker, co-worker at the office party? Especially one that you have a crush on and mm. he's really good looking. And that sweats when he comes and see you. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, that's what I want to know from you guys. What should I do if that happens at the holiday party? Is it a good idea to hook up with somebody that you work with and see every single day? Let's be honest. We work in a more casual environment here, right? We, yeah. we work uh, at uh, night in radio. Uh, yes. In entertainment, there's very uh, many parties, social things that happen where we see each other outside of the office. It's a lot of social things. It's concerts. It's parties, things like that. We like our coworkers. Yeah. We happen to work with some very attractive people. One in particular, I think, has a crush. And um, I think our executive producer has a mutual crush, but they're both very shy. <laughs> so I say in this situation, have a cocktail, see where it goes. Simon, what do you say? I would say to you that this, if both are single, have fun at the party, but wait for the next day to make out. No! Do, yes. Uh, no, because I think I you have to be very careful at holiday about parties, what? about Not- coworkers, reputation. Okay. This is the place you make your Listen. living. And you oh, got you got to really respect that. But flirt, dance, drink, have fun. Just do not go any further that night. The next night, the two of you guys go out, and then mm-hmm. ooh la la, it's on, and oh. it's the best night. I say strike while the iron is hot, Jill. Now I'm confused. I don't. For everyone else, if you have a strict office... If you have an uptight office, I don't recommend that. I recommend Simon's approach where you talk and flirt. Dance. And, yes. Fun. And, and keep it outside of work. But 
I got to tell you, it's a little ancestral here around the office. I feel like everybody knows everybody in a very well, intimate way, except for me, of course. I'm a married lady. I just like right. to facilitate romance when I can. You recommend, so let's be clear. Yes. Do you recommend she actually made, makes out that night, or do you recommend, like me, she just flirt? I recommend she flirts, and flirts hard. Hard? Flirts hard. Hard how? Like, let it known that you're interested. Not just flirt like, oh my God, what are you drinking? Like, I think flirt, like for real flirt. Like, oh my gosh, you look super hot tonight. I've oh. been wanting to say that forever. Oh. And see what you get back. If you don't get anything back, you know where you stand. I'm all right with that. Because but just no touching and no kissing. No touching. Let him make that move first. And if you want it, then no. Then we're yes, on the same page, whatever. Okay. But flirt hard. But don't flirt in front of everybody, though. Be, be, that's my Because people talk all the time in this uh, where we work. On all the, the time. Hey, on the dance floor, all rules are off. <laughs> <laughs> We're footloose. <laughs> what can I say to that? Oh, boy. All right, more of The Rendezvous when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. If you missed any of our show, love, dating, romance, and relationship questions, advice, all of the above, please check out our website, simonandangie.com, for our podcast, uh, any shows that you might have missed. Yes. And we had a lot of great topics tonight. It, a lot of it has to do with the holidays, but um, some of the things we talked about, uncomfortable family moments during the holidays. This came from our listener, Russ, who did not want to sleep in separate rooms at his girlfriend's mom's house because they live together, they're adults, but I get it. Also, when is it okay for your kids to start dating? Mm-hmm. So now we're talking about our, our teenagers' relationships. Um, this is Elise's voicemail. And then hooking up at the holiday party. Lots of things can go down at the holiday party, good and bad. It can be either career-threatening or life-making. Simon, um, what do you say about the connection at the holiday party? This was your Simon Says. Right. Uh, really taking from your philosophy, actually, that on the dance floors, all bets are off. Meaning at the holiday party. If you're on the floor. And you're moving and body shaking. Body body. You know, you guys are close. Things, yeah. things might happen. What's going to happen, Simon? What's going to happen is going to be it's some gonna go from smoochie doochie. The vertical tango to the horizontal tango. Ooh, yeah. I don't know about that. But Why? Def- <laughs> Why are you ruining it? No, I just because all bets are off, but remember, you're still at the holiday office party, so. I didn't see anything. Did you see anything? Me, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything But either. I filmed everything. Oh, and that will be on simonandangie.com. You know it. Hey, check that out for an upcoming holiday party video. Um, And also, for like I said, our podcast. And if you want to send us an email at any time, please do so. Also on our social media, Simon and Angie, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Until tomorrow night, have a great night from The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.